Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast. We are episode by episode going through Survivor Season 7, Survivor Pearl Islands, <laughs> a wonderful piece of television achievement. And we are almost done with this season of Survivor, our first foray into the Rewatch Survivor game. My name is Alex, uh, and I will be guiding our experience through episode 13 of Survivor Pearl Islands titled Mutiny, and I am joined by three of my friends, and we are live today in the same we're room. We're live today. <laughs> we are normally dead. We're, record we're recording this every single day that anyone is listening to this. We're just constantly redoing the episode, so yeah, that way it's live. Immediately. Yes. I, live by, I mean, we're here together in the same room. Yes. We're on location. On, on location. We can see each other with our eyes being alive together. Yeah. yeah, it's a new experience. No one knows what everyone does when they're podcasting. I'm usually naked. So, mm. well, that <laughs> makes two of us. <laughs> <laughs> now that you've been introduced to uh, us collectively, let's introduce you to each individual. Um, and we always like to start off with a fun survivory question. Today, um, one of the big points of this episode is the, the GMC Envoy, a wonderful, wonderful vehicle. Great car. Um, so we're going to go around and share our favorite things about the GMC Envoy. Uh, Adam, welcome to Outwatch. Why don't you go first? Thanks, Alex. Uh, my favorite thing about the 2003... Yes, it's G from 2000. 2003 yeah. GMC Envoy is uh, the tent that you can buy that comes out the back. Uh -huh. See, I anticipate finding myself homeless. <laughs> At some point in my life, and you know what? If I do, I'm just gonna go out to my car, pitch a tent real quick. We're gonna get insurance. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Adam, give me just a couple seconds here. Cool, 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 cool. Can you say the phrase "pitch a tent" one more time? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go out to my car and pitch a tent real quick. In a sexual way. <laughs> That was really good, actually. <laughs> that was fun. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Emily, welcome to Outwatch. What's your favorite thing about the 2003 GMC Envoy? Yes, I'd have to say that that rounded back of that uh, SUV-esque vehicle yeah, yeah, was super hot in 2003, but today might scream um, just outdated. Mm. Um, just that I have a lot of children that I, you know... <laughs> The general like soccer mom minivan style that used to be maybe presumably cool. Yeah, that's my favorite part. I really love it. Can you go ahead and say uh, the phrase "I like that rounded back" one more time? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I like that rounded back. In a sexual way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a really good theme we've got going. <laughs> hey Scott, welcome to Outwatch. What's your Hi. favorite thing about the 2003 GMC Envoy? So. With any vehicle, you want to really focus in on the performance factor of mm. it. So, it's an SUV. I'm assuming there's four-wheel drive involved. Maybe lacking in gas mileage, but made, made up for in Especially the Especially in 2003. Yeah. <laughs> in 2003, it's a real problem, but, but you could totally carry many people. That third-row seating, mm. totally a game-changer in 2003. Yeah. Like, if, if you are going to be spending the night in an Aztec ruin... Um, then it's great to have that GMC Envoy. You just pull that tent out, you can bring all your friends in that third row, four-wheel drive through some rugged terrain mm -hmm. over the some Panamanian Aztec jungles. graves over and stuff. Over the Aztec yeah. graves, yeah. Yes. Over the Aztec graves, yeah. <laughs> yes. The nice thing about having that many people in your car, though, means that the gas mileage isn't really that big of a deal because you're splitting it seven <laughs> ways. There you go. This is true. Just saying. It's Carpooling. a feature. <laughs> Indeed so, it is. 
Well, hey, before we dig into this episode and go deep, we are going to run through the plot points of this episode and remind everybody what happened in episode 13 of Pearl Islands. We start after Sandra's uh, ally, Krista, had just been blindsided. She's back at camp feeling devilish, hatching a plan to hide all of the stuff, assuming that it's going to be her next. And meanwhile, Lil starts to have doubts about her place with Burton and John. At the reward challenge, we've got a replay of some old challenges for food and uh, the chance to see the ruins. Bert wins this, takes John, and gets the GMC envoy in the process. Um, and regardless of how he finishes this game, he really came out on top as a proud owner of a GMC envoy. I mean, that car is probably still trucking, I'm just saying. <laughs> You're probably right. They don't make them like they used to, Adam. Yeah. Can we? Does, is Burton on Twitter? Can we tweet at him real quick? So <laughs> let's, find, has... let's find Burton on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, later back at camp, Lil tells Dara that the others are gunning for her and the women plan to vote out the guy that loses, whether that's John or Burton. Uh, John and Bert have all sorts of casual sexism throughout <laughs> this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Underestimating In the women. Sexual. <laughs> no, that's not a sexual. Way. Um, <laughs> I, I have to be fast here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so John then later promises Sandra final three. She swears that she'll join him. Um, and we go to the immunity challenge, which Dara wins once again because she has the smallest hands. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not in a sexual way. Not in a sexual way. Uh, Lil is really starting to wear down. Her emotional and physical health is really taking a nosedive, um, and other people start to see her as untrustworthy and unreliable for that reason. Um, and then John comes in at Tribal, really schmoozing these ladies, telling them that they're great, um, because he needs their vote, at least one of their votes, um, to get his plan enacted. And then ultimately, Burton goes down, votes three to two, the three women band together against Bert and John, vote out Burton in a big blindside after she he has been shitting on those ladies all episode. Mm -hmm. It's great poetic justice. Mm -hmm. um, and Burton becomes the next member of the jury, falling just short of the final episode. And Scott, that means your son, Burton, <laughs> <laughs> has been eliminated. Yeah. You How know, does that feel? You know... In this case, you know, you want your, in any any case, you want your son to, you know, outlive you in the Survivor game. In this case, it's sad for this Survivor fantasy parent to have to wish his son goodbye. So that really, that puts it into Team team T Jameis Winston. I wanted to cry. I wanted to cry. I am crying right now, actually. So. Scott, you said that is your last member of your team. Um, meaning that after this episode, unfortunately, you cannot score any more points. Yeah. Disappointing. Yeah, I set out to just not get last, and it's looking like I'm going to get last. <laughs> we so. could, it we, is looking that way. We could collectively agree to give him D, who That's true. has not he been, been wow. selected. Now, last time you did that, you gifted Emily Lil. Yeah, <laughs> and now she I have is two still people. in this game. Yeah. Yeah. I will, if it's okay, I will totally take Dara. You know what? Yeah, you should. I uh, have to change my calculations. I, I I am okay with it because I have complete confidence 
in Sandra, my girl. Mm. Okay, because mm. after three episodes of getting dicked around, yeah. she finally realized voting out Burton or John is a good idea. Yep. Yep. I would also be willing to give you John because he's dead to me. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't want John. <laughs> So you can keep him. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, if we all are in agreement with gifting Scott the Jameis Winston tribe, Dara, then after this episode, we can give her to you for the finale. How about yes. That? We won't calculate her points for this episode, but we can calculate her finale points. Okay. I will change my tribe name to Tribe Queen D. Queen mm-hmm. D. Nice. Dang, that's a good tribe name. It's a good tribe. I'm a little upset about that now. Disappointing. <laughs> well, hey, let's uh, go through and share some of our favorite moments from this episode. Um, anything that really stuck out to any of you that really warrants a lot of discussion? Um, I was very surprised. Well, not really, but I was. About Sandra when she came back and she was like, she was out for blood. She was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be next, so I'm going to hide the fishing nets. And I'm going to hide the water jug. And I'm going to hide the fishing spear. Like, she was mad. Yeah. Which makes sense, because she, I mean, she gets fired up. But I, I honestly thought she was going to go through with it. And I was like, mm-hmm. this will be a really interesting episode if she does that. But yeah. that was kind of funny to me. Yeah, I thought I had forgotten that that happened. Because mm-hmm. I, when right. they set it up, yeah. I was like, oh, shoot, does she do this? I, right, I yeah. forgot that happens. Of course, I haven't seen it since 2003. Right. So it's possible that I would have forgotten. But. Correct, correct. <laughs> I love, though, when after she joined, after the girls kind of did their thing, she's like, oh, crap, I was going to do all that. Now I got to yeah. make sure I don't. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I just, like, it's been episode after episode after episode of watching the girls be like, okay, like, let's take out these two power players mm-hmm. and then not doing it. And it's just been so frustrating. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That, like, this moment where the three of them are, like, like so early on, they're mm-hmm. like, you know, okay, we're going to agree. Like, if uh, if Burton wins immunity, then John's gone. If Burton doesn't win immunity, then Burton's gone. Yeah. And they say it, and it, it I, I've just been, like, had my heart broken so many times at that point that I'm like, this isn't going to happen. Like, yeah. John's going to pull something out of his butt and, like, mm-hmm. make someone agree to go with him. Because yeah. he, made, he made Sandra swear on her kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, oh, well, I guess this was the end. Burton's like talking head thing. Um, yeah. He he says something about to Lily or to Lil. He's like he's like you uh you 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 agree to go to the final two and then you agree not to vote me out. I hope you can live with yourself. It's like dude, you wrote her name down. Yeah, yeah you he can't, wrote her name you down. You can't high ground someone <laughs> if you wrote their name down too. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the exact quote? I'm trying to find it in my notes. After John asks like. Sandra to swear on her kids or whatever and she says like I told her oh he's like she said something like I said that I promised to go to final three with you but in my head I was saying I promised to vote you out or yeah, something like that. Yeah she said to screw you and um, Bert and over. Bert, yeah. I, I loved yeah. that. Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. That was great. Great. Uh, let's kind of go through some of the highlights here then. Um, I had the made the note early on in this episode um I can't imagine how annoying and frustrating it would be to play with Lil. Mm. Especially at this point in the game. She's just so genuine that yeah. I don't think she's survivor material. No. Like she can't be a backstabber. Yeah. Because to her, she has an alliance and she will stay true to it. And yeah. it makes her ill if she can't do that. Just like the way that she talks to It's like, oh, but I don't want to vote out Sandra. That's wrong. It's like, yeah. shut up. <laughs> just <laughs> do it. <laughs> yeah. Rough stuff. 
rough stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, it's time we introduce the fifth member of the yes. Outwatch crew, Ryder the dog. Ryder the dog is Ryder. Ryder. He has a lot of opinions. Ryder dog. He's he got watched, hot takes. He watched the episode with me this morning. So. <laughs> You might have to edit that. <laughs> edit this out. No, I can't. <laughs> you want? I can't. It's okay. Uh, um, so at the reward challenge, a few notes I had. There was that digging portion that they had a super hard time on. How was that difficult? You know what I'm talking about? Where they had to like, they had the oh, two that. strings and they had to like find its intersection and dig there. Yeah. yeah. They had coordinates, right? And they yeah. had to put the strings yeah. where the coordinates were and then dig for a right. key. Why yeah. was that hard? I, I think, I, okay, so I, I think part of it was, like, it, it shouldn't have been hard. Like, I will agree with you there, but also we're at, like, 30, day 34, right, yeah. you know, of, you, you've eaten barely anything. Like, we see yeah. how much skinnier mm-hmm. everyone is. Yeah. Like, I, I imagine that there's a lot of just mental fatigue in yeah. at this moment. That that's what a lot of that was. It also, I don't know, it seemed like Burns was buried so deep. Like, because mm-hmm. yeah. he eventually found his, like, in that spot, but it also, like... Yeah. I don't know. It was. I I saw um, Lil and I was like, Boy Scout, she's got this. Like mm. she knows coordinates. She yeah. can do this. And she had the hardest time. Yeah. yeah. She had a real hard time. It was painful I was to watch about her. It. She was like talking to herself. She was like, Okay, Lil, think about this. Like yeah. let's start over. Wasn't Jeff at one point like, Lil, it's probably best just start yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was over it. Yeah. Um. There was also a lot of good survivor phallus humor talking about the polls. <laughs> In that challenge. What? Oh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah. There's just, it's a thing in Survivor where there's lots of poles and rods and balls. <laughs> and Jeff refers to these things a lot. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I just yeah. went over my head. You yeah. ruined it for me now. Yep, so. now you're going to notice it everywhere. Right. <laughs> so Bert wins reward, takes John. What do you guys think about the move strategically to take John on this reward with him? Completely even. Egotistic. Just yeah. so confident. Yeah. I thought that was so dumb. And it bit them in the butt. It really it did. did. Yeah, it gave the girls a chance to completely, like, come up with a plan. And then if one of them had been there, like, you'd yeah. know they couldn't mm-hmm. have done it. It would have at least made it harder for them to do it. Yeah. And it was infuriating to listen to them and their sex, their casual mm-hmm. sexist comments right. being like, this isn't a big deal. We'll just get one of them on board with us. Everything's fine. And we right. got to eat a bunch of dinner. Yeah. It's yeah. like, well. Like, I don't, I, they, don't, they don't have a half of, or they don't have a yeah. half of room to no. the three of them. Or like, something like I know. Yeah. Yeah. It was so something like that where it's like, dude, like, it was beyond like game strategy talk. It was like, these women don't have a brain yeah. between yeah. I, them. I yeah. could not believe yeah. that. It was rough. bad. Yeah, this episode didn't age well. No. no. 2003. No. no. Much like the GMC Envoy. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike the GMC Envoy, which ages like a fine wine. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably still kicking. Um. <laughs> Speaking of the GMC Envoy, um, well, to finish up that last point, I think that it would have been slam dunk the right call for Burton to take Lil. Um because she was kind of like on the fringe of their three. She was having her doubts. You take her on this reward. You assure her, hey, we're still final two. It's still me and you. We're good. You don't allow the three of them to get their stuff figured out. Um, and maybe you solidify that thing. But in the meantime, Lil is now completely with those other girls. Yeah. I, I actually would argue that the better move would be to take Sandra. 
Yeah. Really? And here's why, because okay. it's it's Burton who hasn't really strategized with Sandra beyond the fact that right. Burton is the one who took out Sandra's biggest ally. Yep. Sandra's in the weakest position because she has an alliance with literally no one on this tribe now. Mm -hmm. She can't trust John in any way, shape, or form. So strategizing with John is just a no-go. Yeah. But Burton takes Sandra and just looks at her and says, you know what? Like, I've been screwing people left and right mm -hmm. with John as the wheel man. Yeah. You and I can take this to the final two. Mm. We can cut out John. That would be an interesting Okay. Move. So even even if you don't make that move, like yeah. you win her over right there yeah. because yeah. she's like, well, I have no other choice. Right. Like I can't strategize with anyone else. Like right. no one is coming with me. Right. I've tried this for three episodes now to get rid of either of you and it doesn't work. Yeah. You know, I honestly think- That's the, an interesting take. I honestly think the best choice is Sandra. Yeah. Like. You then remove her from that position of influence back at camp too. Exactly. Because she was really the spearhead getting Lil mm -hmm. and Dara on yep, board. Yep, yep. And then you yep. just have John, Lil, and D at mm -hmm. camp. And, yeah. you know, John just does his thing. Right. So I, I think that the that best would be, move That's is interesting. That. Yeah. That's a next level way of thinking. <laughs> so we've, we've already uh, talked quite a bit about this car commercial that was embedded in this episode. Anything to add about this? <laughs> Fun uh, sidebar here the, where the thing that really control. struck me about this moment was yes. how natural it was. Like it was, we were at least halfway through it before I was like, "Oh man, this is a car commercial." Yeah, yeah. I got really confused. Like, whew. it was. Uh, they, yeah, it was just so naturally start talking about this GMC. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I loved like the sweeping, you know, aerial shots of like the car driving down the Panamanian highways yeah. that. Just words taken completely from a car commercial, you know, right. like, <laughs> as you hear the guy saying, for only $19,990, the sport track, blah, 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 you know? <laughs> All it was missing was the voiceover. My favorite thing is, it's the only car in the parking lot, like, yeah. Yeah. of this boat <laughs> yeah, Right, right. Like, is there no one working here? What's yeah. going on? <laughs> I just, yeah, I just completely forgot that they did this, and so they started it with, like, oh, uh -huh. and there was this car in the parking lot. I was like, where's the car going to take them? Uh -huh. Like, where are they, where are they going to go? And yeah. then I was like, oh, it's about the car. It's the okay. car. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Jeff is there with them. He's like, you you know it's the GMC Envoy. What a good car! This is a great car. He's like yeah, he he's so car. boring about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. He, he like explained like small components about the car. Where he's like, and uh, the back the back opens, and you can uh, put like, put a tent up here. You like camping, Burton? You like, you camp like camping? You like yeah. There's a, there's a tent. So, just so it's just so natural. Like, it like, felt so. Yeah, I feel like they definitely helped Burton on his talking points because when they yes. did his interviews, 100%. he was like, "I love to camp and hike, <laughs> and I also like snowshoeing, and this car will take me across all of the terrain." <laughs> I love the GMC Envoy. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I believe you. <laughs> I have always wanted GMC Envoy. Give me car. I love car. I love car. <laughs> car is life. Car is love. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I was ready to go buy one after. So. But I need the 2003. How yeah. much? How much does the 2003 GMC Envoy run these days? About two grand. That holds up pretty well after 15 years. Two grand for it's not bad. Not bad. Um, hey. There is a great sequence as far as the editing goes during this like reward where, um, well, it's actually when they get back. There's uh, like a combo of of conversations here where like. Burton and Lil are on one side of the island, like, 
talking and strategizing and trying to reel stuff in. And then on the other side, there's John and, and Sandra who are talking. Mm-hmm. And you've kind of got this cut back and forth between the two of them. It was a really compelling sequence and a, in a, like a, a unique kind of edit that they yeah. didn't do a whole lot mm-hmm. of this season. Yeah, yeah. Just wanted to draw some attention to that. Also, we, we talked about the like lays in Jeff's voice a little bit already. But he feels like, especially at the the immunity challenge, it seems like he's bored or like tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he really did. Yeah. Dara, going for another plank. All right, that plank's down. <laughs> Reaching her hand in the tube. She's got another buoy. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's a far cry from current Jeff where it's like, Dara, put your hand in the tube! Because <laughs> you, you gotta pick it up, Dara! Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Ryder, I didn't mean to yell so loud. Yeah, it's like a dog, though, who's very excited about Survivor. Yes. Um, yeah, I always know that he, and you've talked about how he's super excited in, in more recent yeah. seasons, but he always seems so even keel. But at this it's, point, it's just kind of like, he's just over it. Yeah. I think you can just hear it in That's what I feel from him, too. Yeah. He's like, ugh, day 34. Right. <laughs> I'm tired. Sick of these people. <laughs> Lil sucks. Why is she on this show? I think also this was a really good episode for Sandra um, across the board. One of the things when Bert like accused her of like creating a women's alliance or whatever, I think she played off that accusation really well um, where she was like, no, I'm not. I know it's me, whatever. Um, she handled it really well. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, thought it was worth mentioning that too. Yeah, because when they came back to camp and she she was like laying down and she was saying, basically, there's nothing left for me here and I'm really distracted. I'm really distracted. How much is the GMC envoy? <laughs> <laughs> I, made, I made a motion because it was funny to me. Uh, I specced it out with 151,500 miles, okay. which is completely unreasonable for a car that's 15 years old. Right. That's... 10,000 miles Unless a year. it's just lived in a garage. Uh, <laughs> the good, which is the second lowest, I feel 54% of cars fall in that range. Okay. Uh, trade-in range is $823 to $1448. Um, so you could sell this car for probably about $1,000, like reasonably. Yeah. Which, hey, if you drove this thing for 15 years, you probably got a pretty good deal out of this car. Uh, yeah. I don't know how much it was new, but like, That's yeah. quite a life. Like, for a GMC envoy. Yeah. So anyway, about Sandra. Yes, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, she was uh, <laughs> she was pretending to be mopey and just saying that she was done with the game. Mm-hmm. And they they came back and they cut to the guys talking and they were like, oh, they're putting on such an act. But then they just yeah. completely fell for it. Yes, yeah, they did. The women just kept talking and they pulled it off. It was yep. pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, there's a, a confessional that Bert has too that really like sums up Sandra's strategy really well, which is this Mm -hmm. like anybody but me thing where she's willing to align with whoever and to vote for whoever as long as it keeps her moving one step along, which is, you know, inherently a flawed strategy, but useful to a degree, right? That at some point you have to, you know, make certain moves or get to the end with certain people. You know, it's not enough just to continually survive, but to do it in a way that sets you up to win. Um, but he does a good job of, you know, really succinctly describing the way that she plays, you know. 
Yeah. Well, and I feel like it's something that came out of like her alliance fell apart. So like when you're not in a position of power mm-hmm. and you can't seem to convince anyone to put you in a position of power. Yeah. Because I realized, especially during this episode, like what, like from, from an economic perspective, like what is important in this game is knowledge. Mm-hmm. If you can't, if you can't prove that anyone is doing something wrong or anti to what you're doing, you can't react to it. Mm. So like John and Burton come back and they're like, okay, like, well, like, what did you guys talk about? Yeah. And no one budges. And so there's nothing they can do. Yeah. Like they can try and be like, you know, I mean, yeah, like you should just vote with us, like guarantee or whatever. And it's like, but if, if no one budges on that, then I mean like they have all the knowledge. They know like we have you. Yeah. So there's nothing you can say to me that's going to, mm. you know, make me switch. Yeah. So, like, after after you lose power, after you lose that, it's all about knowledge yep. and you know, what you can do with it. So Yeah. That's a great assessment because, like, you it, – it determines how you vote and, like, how later in seasons, like, the knowledge of who has idols and advantages mm-hmm. that determines, you know, strategy in that right. sense. And, yeah, like, when you see it all the time, as soon as someone finds out from someone else – this person's gunning for me. Their immediate response is always, "Okay, well, we have to get them out now, right?" Yeah. And you're the the currency of knowing that right. that other person's going for you, which is a, like obtained by having good relationships, mm-hmm. so that you get that knowledge. You know, yeah. yeah, that's a good assessment. We have not talked about Dara at all, which is I'm blown away every time yeah. I watch an episode. How invisible she is that we're at the final five. I think it's she has won more immunities than anyone, mm-hmm. and we know nothing about her. Her yeah. confessionals have to be so bad. She's three in a row. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize that until she won the last one. Like, oh, she's won three in a row. She's I won three immunities that. in that was, a row. Yeah, they, they walked up to the immunity challenge. I was like, oh yeah, Dara won the last one. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> her con- yeah, her confessionals have to be seriously just. Incredible. She has to be so boring. Which just like it's it's amazing, really. Yeah. That she's made it this far into the game, and it's, it has to be because people are like, "Well, she's not a threat." Yeah. So we're not worried That's, about it, right? And you don't hear other people talking about her. Even it's no. not even that. Like, yeah. you don't even hear her. You don't hear other people talking about her either. Mm-hmm. Right. She's just there. She's yeah. under the radar. That's yeah. obviously working well for her, though. Yeah. It's getting her this far. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Team Queen D. <laughs> <laughs> there is your champion, Scott. Yes. Scott's champion. <laughs> um, at Tribal 2, um, I figured out when they brought the jury in why they casted Krista. Because I could not figure it out until now. She is Phoebe from Friends. <laughs> Her personality, the way she looks. I'm sure Friends was still a thing in 2003. Yeah, it's right? would have been like the last season. Yep, yep. They casted Friends Phoebe. <laughs> Because, like, she was not super interesting or whatever. I just looked at her and I'm like, oh, Phoebe. All makes sense now. (laughs) There it is. It all makes sense I just, I love that the two that they showed were Burton and John. Mm -hmm. And they were like, here, we'll show you these two guys. Like, like, I didn't need to see them. Yeah. Yeah. And then they stack, because they have to stack the way that, like, Jeff reads the votes. Yep. So they stacked it. So it's like Lil. So it's Lil. And then it's Burton. Burton. And then, yeah, so they, like, force it so that way it's, you know. So that way, John and Burton are like, yeah, got it. And then it's like, oh, wait. Oh, wait. Uh huh. No. (laughs) Yep. Yep. 
They were, I mean, you could tell they were blindsided too. Yeah. They were like, for sure. Oh, no. They had no idea. Yeah. It was very satisfying to watch. Yes, it was. It was. It was. For me. And, and they could have done this three episodes yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's a long overdue. Um, any other stuff from Tribal or from this episode that we didn't touch on that you think we ought to? I, I would just briefly say that I don't, I don't think I was a fan of the immunity challenge. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah. Like it remind me. Oh, it was the the lowering the, the drop rate. Yeah. 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 You had to get a key out of a tube, yeah. and, and that was the like it so favored D. Yeah, because she could just reach her hand in there and right. pull it out. It truly was because she had the smallest hand. Right, and so it was like I, I feel like that's okay in a in, in a reward challenge, but like this was just like it wasn't. You know, it wasn't like because she's stronger because mm-hmm. it was just like you're just smaller. I think there's stuff, like, we've seen a, a number of examples of this this season where there's, like, little details like that that the producers miss or don't think mm-hmm. about that kind of, like, makes it gimmicky, you know? Yeah. And, like, in such a way that that would not happen now. Yeah. But it, it's almost like, oh, shoot, we didn't think. Like, what if what if someone has smaller hands and they right. can just shove their hand all the way down this tube instead right. of actually having to fill it up, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and in the reward challenge, actually, like, Lil slipped her hand out of the the knot before she untied I it. saw that too. Yeah, and I yeah, was like, I was that, that like, is, is like, uh, obviously it was okay because they didn't like restart it or anything. Right. But that was like, is that, definitely not designed. Is that in the spirit of the game? Is right. that like okay if you can right. slip your hands out? But like, yeah. Yeah. You know. And in general, I feel like as the game goes on, like the, I don't know, this, I could be completely wrong. I feel like the challenges should like get bigger as yeah. the game yeah. goes on like yeah. okay you guys are obviously the best at survivor let's challenge you more and more uh-huh. i feel like this was kind of anticlimactic like okay you fill up some water buoyancy you know physics <laughs> happens you stick yeah. your hand in okay now you just kind of lower a drawbridge and balance and move on like yeah. it's nothing like that intense about it i feel like they should have switched the challenges yeah. in mm-hmm. fact yeah. Yeah. yeah i yeah. agree with that but that's just yeah. my opinion on it i also love when this is mostly completely unrelated, but I love when you can, like, catch, like, early on in Survivor, I feel mm-hmm. like you can catch moments where they were like, well, we need to frame that up better, so let's redo it. Mm. So, uh, when... The key? The key yes. was one. Yes. Uh, and then uh, when Burton won the uh, reward challenge, yeah. and they were like, what's the phrase? Jolly Roger. It's like, Burton wrote that out uh-huh. end to end. He didn't add two lines to it. Yeah. And so, it was like, you just, like, see it. It was like, yeah, that's just not... Yeah. Like, that was obviously redone. Yeah. Yep. You know. What they picked the- up the shot. What was the key? I don't think I it was in the reward challenge yeah, too. When it they was... had to, like, when he stuck the key in the lock, uh-huh. it was just like some random, like they got a super tight shot of someone putting a key in. The I think lock. it was. Oh, I think it was okay. even like a reshot from the like showing what you do. You know how they do that? Yeah. Because they did that during the boat challenge too this yeah. season. Yeah. Where yeah. it was like I a lot of. That. The... I do remember noticing like yeah. that a couple different mm-hmm. times. Like yeah, and it's just it's like it feels clean. so apparent in like yeah. these where it's like that it's wasn't that's not Burton. Yeah. They were I recognize that arm hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've talked before about the idea of emergent strategy, which isn't unique to Survivor. It's about it's in like games in general. When you come up with a strategy for a game that wasn't intended or like thought of when the game was designed, that like almost breaks the game, mm. but in a way that is within the rules and like, oh wow, that's really smart. You know, there's a difference between emergent strategy and like oversight by the designers of the yeah. challenge, right? Mm-hmm. The example I always use for emergent strategy is there's this um, challenge that was kind of recurring, and then they started doing this and they stopped using the challenge because they broke it. Where you, it was a one on one, 
and each person had like an, an idol on like a little perch and like on their hand. And the goal was to knock the other person's idol off onto the ground and whosoever's was still on or whoever's hit the ground last one. So what someone did at some point was they would start, they would get close and then they would fling their idol up in the air as high as they could and just sell out and knock the other person's onto the ground oh. while theirs stayed in the air until it hit the ground. And it was like, yeah, yeah. that's really smart. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. can't beat that unless you, as soon as you see that person fling it, throw yours in the air even higher, and then you and now it's boring. Right. Because you're just waiting for him to hit the ground. Right. Know? So it's like, yeah, that was within the rules. Really smart strategy, and you broke the game. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, we just didn't think that if someone has small hands, they would win. Right. You know? Well, and as as a guy like uh-huh. who who didn't who who, you know, very like there there are moments where like women feel like this is in a, a, a scary situation for me or things like that, where mm-hmm. it's like, I don't think that it's a scary situation, so I don't think about it. Sure. I feel like that has to happen when you're designing games, where it's like, well, yeah, like, most people's hands are generally this big, or like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, whatever. But my favorite example of that is in uh, Settlers of Catan, mm-hmm. the Monopoly card, because it's designed to be a Monopoly buster, is the whole point of the card, where mm-hmm. it's like, someone is hoarding resources, and we need these resources to be back in the game, or at least in my hands, yeah. so you play them. And what has happened is there's a strategy where you basically trade out a resource that you have a lot of, and then you play that card and you get that resource all back, right there. Mm-hmm. So you've essentially just stolen a bunch of random resources from people mm-hmm. and taken the resources that you traded yeah. back. Yeah. And that was like, it was never designed to act that way, right. but it's a perfectly legit yeah. strategy yeah. that it's will infuriate everyone you're playing. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I almost uh, flipped the board the first time I, was I saw say, that. It I, like was, you're talking from I was so upset. <laughs> yeah, it totally infuriates everyone. <laughs> Maybe Man. the worst experience I've ever had playing a board game was playing Catan with you, Ben and Amy. Anyway, um, hey, let's get into our Outwatch Survivor um, fantasy pool. Scott, please don't look at the screen because I'm about to pull up spoilery stats. Ooh. Oh, man. Because I calculated for the finale, so I wouldn't have to do it on the fly. Oh, man. Well, now you got to calculate on the fly for D. I know. All right, so episode 13, here we are. Um, in this episode, uh, just a quick reminder of who's on whose tribe. Emily's Lil John tribe what? consists of Lil and John. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you do, we forget this every time. I know. <laughs> it's really a master stroke. <laughs> um, the Lancaster tribe, or did you rename your tribe too? I feel like I did, but I wrote it I, on my computer. We're I not in front too. of this, so I don't yeah. remember. In any case, uh, you've still got Sandra alone. I and something with Sandra? Sandra? Hmm? I think it's something about Sandra. I don't know. I don't remember either. I don't remember. Anyway, um, I how much though? Well, we'll get to the scores. Oh, we're not doing scores. Gotcha. And Scott, the Jameis Winston tribe, consists of Burton for this episode only until he is no longer in the game. Um, for the scores, the Little John tribe mm-hmm. accrued a half a point from John for surviving and a full point from Lil for voting correctly and surviving. The Lancaster tribe got a full point from Sandra for voting correctly and surviving. And Scott, though Burton did fall in this episode, you did get a point from him for winning the individual reward challenge. Um... D, of course, won the individual immunity challenge, and no one got points 
for her doing so. Gosh, we dropped she's three on. points because no one picked her up. Well, it's yep. two. It's two in per episode. Oh, it's so a total of six. We've lost six points. Someone would have at least six more points. And then many more for just surviving as much as she did. Yeah. Yeah, someone's really missing out on some points. But come on, when we drafted... She's well, in, they never showed her. She's How purple we know? It's fair. Through episode completely 13. fair we can't. reason to not draft her. So a score update at this point. Um, in second place, we've got a tie between the Lancaster and Jameis Winston tribe with 29 points apiece. And sliding into the lead is Tribe Lil John with 29 yes, and a half. Yes, Lil John. For Even the first time? For the first time in this, this game. This is the most important time. <laughs> a full 17, or not 17, seven points down in episode nine. Yeah. Now finally surpassing and taking the lead. Absolutely. Um, as discussed, we will gift Scott's Jameis Winston Tribe one Dara. <laughs> you get one down. One down. Uh, and we'll see how that affects things going forward. So you do still have the chance to score, making the finale more compelling in the fantasy world. They should say I have a chance to win. You do have a chance to win. If yeah, yeah. I mean, we're only, wins. it's 29, 29, 29 and a half. Right? It is. So, everybody is in it. I mean, yeah. Emily has a distinct advantage. She does have two players. Of Lil and John. Lil correct. John. That's correct. Um, yeah. Going in, yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll wrap up this way. Going into the finale, which will be our next episode, um, and we will record live as we watch. Um, who do you think of our final four, being Lil, John, Sandra, and Dara, will win Survivor? Uh, Sandra, we got one vote for Sandra. I actually was going to say Sandra too. Just because, obviously, I love Lil John, but I don't think either part of Lil mm-hmm. John is is winner material. Yeah, I feel like D's got a shot, guys. Like, really? I like. <laughs> okay. I no, because here I oh man, it all depends on who she goes up against. I feel like Lil wins if she makes it to the final. I feel like Sandra doesn't really have that much of a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, she was just riding coat pills the whole time. John, John has seer- no. He, he can't convince anyone. No, to John is the one. There's no way. You know what? Does. He's played such a good strategic game, though. I know, but the thing is, the, if the jury can look objectively, but he's such seven. an asshole. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> it's season seven. We're too. We're too early in Survivor. Yeah, we'll have it's to not, see. It's not mature enough to. So I will. I will lock in. Lil. Lil. Okay. Lil. All right. Come Hi. back from the dead and win Survivor. I think Hi. Lil wins Survivor. All right. Well, we'll have to see next time on Outwatch, where right here live, we will watch the finale episode, react in the moment to what's happening, crown our Outwatch fantasy champion. Did we decide what the winner gets? No, but we should. No. Let's decide that before we re- record the next episode, and, okay. then, and then we'll yeah. unveil that. And to, be, and to be clear, just so everyone knows, going into the next episode, we'll reiterate again before... We do it like yeah. we're watching the episode. Yep. In commercial breaks, we'll be recording. Yeah. So it might be a little bit choppier. But yep. You'll get our live emotional reactions to things, though. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, Ryder might be involved. <laughs> <laughs> Love Ryder. We will see. Awesome. I think Ryder would survive. I do. I think yeah. Ryder would. <laughs> okay. Great. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>